The Steve Warren Project. <laughs> Welcome to 2021, everyone. Year number three of the SWP. Today, Stutzla Mania hits the nation's capital. We'll talk NFL playoffs, and we'll start off with a little of what we did over the holidays. Is Steve and Jimmy back again? Sports and whatever. James, how are things? Yes, things were fine, Steve. When did we do a show last? Just pre-New Year's? Did we do a little New Year's Eve deal? Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, been four or five days. Yeah, it's kind of a... Yeah, I think, you know what? It's It's overused, the expression, but it is Groundhog Day. You know, they got the tight restrictions. And uh, so it's kind of staying at home, walking around in circles, Stevie, watching a bunch of TV. I saw you out there doing your social media, running around, doing your jogging for about 60 seconds. Yes. It was, I, it was a nice post, I got to say, uh, in in, uh, in promoting uh, the suspendables. And so you've been you've at least getting out a little, right? Yeah, yeah. I go Well, I go for a walk huh? every day. I go for a walk. I took up. I took up walking. That's why that post. I was like, like there's all, there's all sorts of shit on there all the time. about people say you better do this and you got to do that and do this and do that and it's especially the first week of January, you know. Mm-hmm. So I just said, look at, just make you know make a change was the essence of that. And I'm I'm with you. I'm gonna run. I'm gonna run with you. Okay. I'm gonna run for you if you're trying to make a change. Not a challenge, Stevie. That's what I want to make it very clear. It wasn't a challenge, so because I've made some other changes, sort of health wise in my life, and uh, so that's all that was about. I get it. I get it. You know, don't worry about the goal. Don't worry about the result. Don't worry about the goal. Just you make changes, you'll get some results. You know. Well, you know that feeling you have sometimes, Jimmy, when you say you're watching a toddler out on a balance beam and they're all wobbly, and you're worried they're going to fall and get hurt. That's kind of how I felt when I was watching. Because you've already declared a few times on the podcast how you've taken big icy spills and slammed <laughs> on your hip. or you're, And not to mention 60 seconds worth of running. I don't think I've ever seen you run for 60 seconds. And and, and so I, I was like watching you going, oh, yeah. careful, Jimmy. Hey, careful. Never mind holding a phone. Yeah, trying to trying to do a video clip. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Yeah. Well, you, I'm getting well, I'm getting good at it, Stevie. Yeah, I'm getting good. So. I'm an eight, I'm an eight minimum, Stevie, eight kilometer, eight and a half kilometers a day guy right now. And I've been doing it for two months. And then uh, it's not uncommon, Stevie. I turned that one into 13K. This is, uh, wow. So the eight and a half K takes me an hour and 40. I know every, every step of the, I go the same route all the time. My son's like, you could switch it up a bit. No, 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 no. I got the, I got the route. You know, I got, I know it's 10 minutes to here. It's another six to there. It's 40 here. Uh, and then it's a two and a half hour deal if I do the thirteen k. So I'm, I'm a way I'm, to go. That's great. Yeah, yeah. I've lost almost twenty pounds. I'm almost a little too thin. Really? Yeah, almost twenty pounds. I had the big fat gut going. Big fat gut. 
Yeah, I got that now. I got that now after the holidays. So I got a I got a sea pot. I got to cut my down. My dad a used to call us. Yeah. Um. Anyway, yeah. yeah. What does that mean? What does that? What does a sea pot mean anyway? Sticks I've heard that like before. A like like a sea. Oh. Okay. Like from the you know the, if the sea was the opening was against you, Steve, from your from the top of your, you know, just above your groin, Steve, it makes a big C shape out and back into just below your chest. <laughs> That's a like I'm being eaten by a giant capital C. There you go. That's it. Yeah, the old C pot. I think that's what I mean. I'm, I'm guessing. I think that's what I mean. All right. The old C pot. Yeah. Uh, anyway, how about you? What did what, you do? Uh, like I said off the top, I just uh, ate, drank, lots of television. Uh, the World Juniors have been a big part of it. Canada, as we record this on January 3rd, they're off to the semifinals against the Russians. Right. Uh, yeah, it's probably going to be a 6-5 game one way or the other, as they tend to be, but I'm sure it'll be a dandy uh, later today as uh, as this airs. And uh, yeah, I watched lots of movies, binging on TV series. I think if you're a fan of like The Crown or Downton Abbey, I watched one called Bridgerton, which oh, was... Oh, uh, good? Yeah, it's pretty decent. If you like those others, you'll like this. Okay. Okay, what else? Because I've got, I've, got, I've got some recommendations. I watched one called Dez. Des, yeah, uh, it's uh, about a serial killer. Oh yeah, and lovely. it's the guy who stars in Broadchurch. That English actor, I don't oh, know yes. his name. Yep, yeah. yep, Broadchurch, good show. He's he's great in this too. It's it's Netflix. Ooh, I'm always you got, bad Stevie. Dad. You gotta have the streaming channel, okay? When you give the updates, why you can find it easy enough? Just go online. They got this thing called Google now. I'll find it. Do not watch. Okay, because you'll get committed to it in the first few episodes. I think there's eight of them. Flight attendant. Oh, okay. Right, big promo, right? They're, they're pumping, it, pumping it up these days, okay? It just gets stupid after a while. But it's pretty, like the first two, three episodes are pretty good. You know, oh, this is pretty cool. Yeah, pretty pretty good. It's uh, Kuako there, whatever her name is, the chick from uh, Big Bang Theory, the hot blonde. Kaylee Kuoko. Kuoko? Is that a Kuoko? Kuoko? That's pretty good for me, actually. <laughs> actually, not, not bad at all. It didn't go to Gallardo. Usually it goes to Kuoko. <laughs> Kuoko from Kyoko. Yeah. Anyway, don't, don't, because you'll get committed and then it's just like, okay, this is stupid. This is stupid. right. Um, there's, you know, a couple little side plots that are okay in it. But, and now I just started, uh, I'm into Shit's Creek finally. Uh, there you go. Started watching it. Hilarious. Just, just fantastic. Uh, I knew it would be because everyone said it said it is. So I've got those, those are little 25-minute shows. And then I just flipped on this afternoon, Stevie Boy. And I think it's going to be really good. It might be a kid's show, but I'm, I'm liking it. Stranger Things. Oh. Have you seen that? Oh, yeah. It's in its third. I think they finished their third season. And it's definitely a, a different deal set in the 80s. Yeah. And uh, it's kind of a stand-by-me thing at the same time. Yeah. I just finished the first show. Yeah. The, 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 so is it worth it or should, or should I bail on it? Well, I'm, I don't know. You and I have different tastes. I liked it, but uh, yeah, I, I think most people like it. Okay. I'm going to watch that. Yeah. Anyway, that's my, uh, my Netflix thing, but now I'm going to watch it. It's funny. Uh, it's funny that Bridgerton and Shit's Creek came up in the same conversation because it got me thinking from those two series uh, at how Hollywood can really, change the world not to get too dramatic here but mm-hmm. I, I thought this i had the same overwhelming feeling in both series in that in the case of Shit's creek the way that they treated the issue of being gay in that 
they just ignored it effectively. Like if you like as you watch the series, like not one character is saying like, oh, he's he's dating that guy right. over there. It is it is part of everything. It's like like I hate to use the word normalize, but it's it they just don't treat it as any sort of stigma. It's just accepted one hundred percent by everybody, and the same is true for the show Bridgerton, because um, it's set like I'm guessing in the seventeen hundreds. It's all the aristocracy in some English community, standard mm-hmm. fare, but black people are part of high society. And it's like, it, it's totally not even discussed. It's not even an issue. And, and it got me to thinking that as I watch those two series, that's a big way Hollywood can really change things for the better from a societal standpoint. I thought uh, both series were really interesting from that, that component. You know, uh, when you bring that up, uh, there was a great interview with uh, Steve Warren. He talks like this from Morgan Freeman. See, how good is that impression, Steve? How good well, is that impression right there? Steve right, Warren. Eh? Schindler's List. Andy Dufresne. Yeah. Anyway, he did an interview uh, and the guy was talking about racial inequality and, and trying to break it. I just saw a clip from it, but I'm guessing he's saying, you know, about you breaking into Hollywood and this sort of thing. And what are we going to do to stop the stigma and all that stuff? And um, Morgan Freeman got a little, almost a little testy with the guy saying, well, I don't know. You could stop asking me about it. You know, like it, it just shut the interview down. Right. He said, I don't know. You could, you could just stop making it an issue. And stop bringing it up and tell about and mentioning stigma and all this other stuff, and and you know making it any sort of topic of conversation at all in interviews like this. That's what and and that's what uh, I got that same feeling with Schitt's Creek and and when I hear you tell the story about that other one too, it's you know that maybe people are starting to go uh, not dial it back, but uh, leave it alone. All of this behavior, this hatred. It's learned behavior. And part, part of our, the way we learn that is when we watch things on TV and, and, and movies and we see the way people react to things, the characters in the movie, the way they react to these societal settings, that rubs off on the viewer. Mm-hmm. Like, so if, 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 there's, if there's like people reacting with, by raising an eyebrow or whispering, oh my God, I can't believe that's happening. Mm-hmm. Like that, that all feeds into society's you know, lack of acceptance. And so I think that these, these types of series are taking huge steps by treating these issues the way they are. And, and really, is it a huge step when you think about it? It's like kind of, well, you should have done this a long time ago, right? Oh, yeah. That, that when you're going to shoot a movie here, okay, that none of it is going to have any reference to racial inequality. None of it. None of it. Right. Okay? That's just not part of it. And, and good for them. Yeah. I love that uh, point that you brought up too about Shit's Creek. You know, you, you notice it right away. You're when you first watch it, you know, because um, Levy is is Eugene's son. Da- is it David Levy? Is Dan that Dan Levy, and I'm assuming he's gay. But um, is is he gay? Yeah, he, yeah. he's gay in real life. And, he's gay. Uh, okay. So he plays a gay character named David. Right, and and uh, um, you know, you're, when you watch the first couple of shows, you're, you're, you're waiting to see, okay, how's this going to play out with a macho father, you know, uh, and, and, a, and a mother who's, you know, they're, they're older fashioned, right? 
They're, they're, they're kind of goofy, uh, kind of mainstream. And, and when is this going to play out here about their gay son? You know, and it, and it never does. And, yep. and, and you, you sort of get, you get used to it right away. And then when you stop down, like you just did today, I'm going, yeah, fantastic. That's, that's yep. the way to, you know, to do it. Anyway, it's great. It's a great sitcom. So well, I'm glad you're onto it. Cause I, I thought it was good. Netflix. How is Netflix not sponsoring our show? My God. I know. You're on notice, Netflix. You're on notice. <laughs> uh, and, and of course, you know, that, that's the, the nature of uh, you know, the whole lockdown thing. Lots of time indoors. Uh, certainly, there's been lots of sports. The NFL, as we record this right now, final week of the NFL. So all the playoffs have been decided. Just about to get underway, though, is Washington. They could they hold their own fate in the terrible NFC East. Mm-hmm. And uh, if they win tonight against Philadelphia, then they win the division and get in the playoffs. If they lose, then the New York Giants get in after they beat the Dallas Cowboys today. The Cowboys were brutal, and uh, I'm hoping it's the Giants, quite frankly, because they'd become the first 6-10 and 10 team to make the playoffs, I believe, in NFL history. I like I, Every once in a while, I like when a really bad team gets in. Well, I watched that game. I got it out here. I got the regional coverage here. Uh, Although Dallas was brutal, they only lost, they lost that game by five. But Steve, they were going to get in if they if yes. they, they they could have got in the playoffs. They're five and ten, right, going into this weekend. And I thought I'm, I love the Cowboys. I'm, I'm a big Cowboys guy. I'm like, oh, I'm not going to watch that game. They're out of it. You know, it's like, no, no, Cowboys can get in here. I think they had a one game lead on the Giants. I think the Giants had five wins. Cowboys had six. And if they won, and then Washington loses tonight, then they would have in fact won the division. Yeah, they need some help, right? They needed some, regardless of who wins that game, whether yep. it was Dallas or yeah. Uh, anyway, kind of a cool year because I was, I was. There was a bunch of football on, of course, and I'm looking at all of it, and it's, it's the, it's the one time that I can remember in, in a long time. I can't uh, remember this where a, a bunch of losing records, right, are have clenched playoff spots, and a bunch of really bad records are still, still have a shot, depending on right. outcomes of other games, you know. Yeah, going into the day today, seven teams had a chance. Still, uh, seven teams had clinched playoff spots, and seven spots still had yet to be wrapped up. So it was a very interesting day. And probably the biggest bit of news is that Cleveland, and we talked about this in an episode last week, uh, for the first time since 2002, they are returning to the playoffs. I did not think they would. Just based on the way the tea leaves read, the way the schedule laid out mm-hmm. to me, it looked like Cleveland was going to be on the outside looking in because they had to take on the Steelers. But then you have to factor in, of course, Pittsburgh was already in. So they're going to be sitting a lot of their top starters and Cleveland had enough to take them down today and clinch a playoff spot. It was one of those deals. where We had five teams all with the same record and only four would get in. And it looked to me like Cleveland would be that team, but uh, they, they fortunately for them, they won and Miami ended up losing. So uh, the Dolphin loss means they're out and the Browns are in. But uh, kind of nice to see a city that's taken so much football abuse over the years finally catch a break. Yeah, since 2002. Um, you know, it's good. I, I like it. Anyway, back, you know, I, I like it. I like that all these losing, losing teams got a shot to get in the playoffs. You know, I, I like it for the diehard fan. You know, uh, because normally, right? It's like, oh my God, they got you know, they're 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 you know, fifty-two games below five hundred. You know, 
they're they're five and ten or whatever they are, four and eleven, four and twelve. They got no yeah. shot. Right? They're like, no, 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 no. Hey, hey, you know they do. They've only won one game this year. But if those two teams lose, I'm like, what the fuck? That's great. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, it's good. Which makes me think, Stevie, like the NHL when they 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 did the realignment for the schedule, uh, you know, during COVID. And it ended up being 24 teams with a, a bit of a wonky thing. They got to tweak it a little bit, right? But you had this play-in round and then, you know, eventually get down to these 16 teams, which make, makes me think that the, the more teams in the playoffs, the better, you know? Right. Um, and, and the only snag with that is how do, how do teams get rewarded who are really good in the regular season? You know, you got to, you know, you got to figure you get home field advantage. You get a buy, I guess, you know, if you, you're going to have to have buys, if you're going to allow, you know, 20 plus teams into the playoffs. Right. So, but yeah. it made me think today, I'm going, yeah, they should do that, man. They should get more teams in there. Yeah. You know, and they may want to economically anyway, Steve, to, to make up for the big losses this year. Yeah. It's certainly, um, when I look at uh, the playoff, I mean, we don't know fully yet because uh, we haven't, as we record this, we don't know what Washington has done. So it'll either be Washington or the Giants grabbing uh, probably the last playoff spot available in the NFC. Though uh, yeah, it's it's crazy to me that you know with a with a potentially a six and ten record, Washington could not only make the playoffs, but they as a division winner, you automatically get one of the top four seeds. So you know a team like Tom Brady and the Buccaneers are probably going, okay, wait a minute, we finished eleven and five. And somehow the six and ten New York Giants, somehow they're in front of us. Like, come on, yeah, right. So, yeah. Anyway, it's a it's, it's a, a weird setup. setup. Right? Yeah. yeah. Meanwhile, in the AFC, everybody's a stud. You look at all seven teams. Every one, the worst team is eleven and five. The worst playoff team of the seven. That's that's pretty impressive. Everybody had either eleven or fourteen wins. Chiefs had fourteen and two. They're the top seed. They clinched the bye. The Green Bay Packers in the NFC get the bye over there at 13-3. and three. So uh, some very good teams in there, and uh, it's going to be a very interesting wildcard weekend next weekend. Yeah. It's going to uh, – you know, you wonder, is it going to be the year for one of these underdog teams? You know? If I had to pick one, uh, they were an underdog going into the year. But this Buffalo's looking like it might be a pretty good story. Yeah. Right? Yeah, 13-3. and three. Like – unbelievable this right. has been such a sad sack franchise for a long time so yeah i mean if you're a bills fan or a browns fan like man this is a phenomenal achievement that you waited a long long time for and uh yeah the bills right now i mean the chiefs are the team but after that the bills look as good as anybody is that is that quarterback steve with with buffalo is he the real deal or not i don't get i don't get buffalo games out here right you probably get all the buffalo games there in the east but i don't is he the real deal? Is like is is he a stud or is he just having a great year? Well, they've been so irrelevant for so long. No one's looked. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, from what I'm reading and from highlights, yeah, Josh Allen has just been a beauty this year. He, he's erratic sometimes, but uh, particularly through the second half of the season, he's been really, really good, and uh, looks like he's going to emerge as one of the elite quarterbacks in the NFL. But uh, time will tell. And uh, but that's what it's all about. Show me a Super Bowl contender. I'll show you a team with a stud quarterback. Yeah, true. All right, well, let's take a time out of the program. When we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about what's happening here in uh, in my neck of the woods, and that is uh, Stutzla mania. Tim Stutzla with a very good performance at the World Juniors and now making his way to Ottawa. He is here now and uh, going through the whole COVID thing. Anyway, we'll get to that next 
after these words. Well, it's 2021, James, and that means Jim K. Ford is now beginning its 40th year helping people with their automotive needs. I think that kind of longevity says a lot. You don't last in business this long without building trust and connections, treating people right, turning first-timers into repeat customers who are happy to spread the word about the great service they always get at Jim K. Ford. Your next vehicle awaits at jimkford.com. Do you find shopping around for insurance a time-consuming hassle? I'm Josh from All Insurance Ontario. Send me a text and let me take it from there. You'll be surprised at how easy it can be. 613-860-6008. All Insurance Ontario, your modern boutique broker. And have you heard about Pico? It's a totally fresh, innovative take on pizza. At Pico, step up to the bar, select your favorite toppings, and then, in classic Neapolitan style, they slide your custom thin-crust masterpiece into a 1,000-degree oven for 90 seconds. And moments later, oh, you're enjoying those rich, delicious Pico flavors. Old-world pizza made the way it's supposed to be. Pico, order online or drop in at 236 Richmond Road or 170 Metcalf. So, James, I don't know how much World Junior you've seen, but obviously Canada is off to the semifinals. Uh, Falling in the quarterfinals was Team Germany, And if you'd only seen Germany take on Canada, you would have been surprised to see them get on into the playoffs, into the quarterfinals. And they had a great performance against Russia, but fell short by a count of two to one. And the story for Germany, though, and for Sens fans, was the performance of Tim Stutzla. He had five goals, five assists in the five games he played. He was absolutely tremendous. And I know that he's, uh, you know, outside of Ottawa is probably a nobody still. But here in Ottawa, man, it is uh, it is really exciting for uh, and, and we talked about the Browns and the Bills that those fan bases really clamoring for something to get excited about. And I think that's true for Sens fans right now. They've already got the likes of Brady Kachuk and Thomas Shabbat and some other guys. They got a new goalie in Matt Murray who won two cups in Pittsburgh. But now they have a real high end elite talent for the first time in, in a very long time. Third overall chosen in this year's draft. And Stutzler was uh, an absolute stud at this year's World Juniors to complete your segue, James. <laughs> right. Well, you know, um, uh, obviously I can't, pre- I, I can't pretend to know too much about the guy, right? I watched it uh, and I watched the quarterfinal game the other day, uh, of course. Of, uh, way to go, Canada. Uh, lovely. Um, but I'll tell you what, you know, you know what, Steve? Uh, I've got the same feeling that you do when, when Connor McDavid came here, right? A number of years ago now. Uh, same idea, right? This kid was, what'd you tell me? He got drafted third. Connor yep. went first, right? I think I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure. Uh, he did. So it's, it's, it's right in there, right? It's, it's right in there. What's it, what's as impressive though, Steve, I think, which, which really makes the kid a gunner so far is getting absolutely shredded 17 to two or 16 to 17, whatever, 16. whatever it was against Canada and to come back and play the way he did. 16-2, and then to, you, you I, I would think it would just, oh, my God, you know, this is going to be the laughing stock of the world juniors, this team, you know? Yep. Right? Who didn't think that, yep. right? Going, this is going to be a car accident, man. I got to watch their next game. And, God, they, you know, they, they didn't place last. They got into the playoffs, you know, which, which and, and this kid plays great. Good sign. Well, I'm glad you brought that up because uh, it's pretty rare where you will actually say, James, you, you stole my sports take there. How dare you? Uh, I totally have that same vibe about the kid. A 16-2 to loss to come back the way he did. And I think about that because 
He's a he's a natural centerman. He's he's played wing. He goes back and forth because he's playing like insane minutes. So sometimes he's center and sometimes he's on the wing. But because uh, he's being double shifted and, and, and he's clearly the class of that German team. But the way he responded after a sixteen to two loss, it was no sign of anything. It was nothing but fire and keep moving. Uh, they had a fine game against Finland in the first game. They lost five three. Then no rest. They had nothing, right? And so Canada just made mincemeat of them. Mm-hmm. So then the next two games, you know, they're lesser talent. They ended up with, uh, I think they played, who they play? Slovakia and Switzerland. And they end up winning both those games to get into the quarterfinals. So from a team perspective, that shows great resilience. And from Stutzler's perspective, it does as well. And that comes up because right now the Sens are thinking of using the guy at wing because they want to, you know, they don't want to put too much pressure on him. And most people would know that, the center ice position when you're in defensive zone coverage, there's a lot more responsibility there and a lot more can go wrong. And Mm -hmm. they don't want the kid getting down on himself, play wing, you know, and and the key is to set him up for the best chance of success. And my feeling is kind of, and I don't, I don't think they can go wrong with this kid, but I feel like I'd kind of set him up with a position he's most comfortable in. And he has said that he prefers to play center. So I'm like, why, why not let him play center? If the, are you worried about, that he won't deal well with the adversity. Well, let's go back to your take, Jim. You know, the way he handled the adversity after a 16 to two loss, he went out and ripped it up in the next two games to help Germany get to the quarterfinals, which unto itself is a great accomplishment for that hockey program. So I'm, I'm not too worried about Tim Stutzla and his ability to handle, Oh my God, I just got burned in D zone coverage because I was at center and it's more complicated for me. I would just let the kid because he's that I wouldn't do that with everybody. But this kid is that special where I say, you know what? Let him pick wherever he feels like he wants to play. That's that's where I want him to be. I want him to be as comfortable as possible. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. You know, get rid of the Jacques Martin days where we're going to send the guy down. You know, he's a boy. He's not a man. You know, get the kid in there. Give him what he wants to and play him a bunch of minutes. Have at her, baby. Have at her. Don't give me the shit about he's young and all this shit needs to do that. You know, that, that day's over, Stevie, right? All these young guys are cracking into the league. You know, Austin Matthews and all these guys when they came up, whip them in there. Load it up, man. Yep. I'd, I'd be shocked if he's not on the team right away. You never you never say never. We've, we've watched Alexander Dagg and that whole experience. We know it can go wrong. A guy can look great in junior. A guy can look great at the World Juniors. And then just something doesn't fall into place. In the NHL, I mean, I use the Dag reference. Something more Spencer modern. was kind of touted pretty highly there too, right? Yeah, and and he eventually got there. It took some time, right. but uh, I just I just see a fire and a compete and a and an engine that is so unique with Stutzla. I feel like I, I can't see any scenario where he doesn't uh, thrive in the NHL as well. And 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 the last thing is is that you know the guy is high character on top of everything else. You know, he put out some really nice things because if you look back to the NHL draft, uh, one of the final times I ever saw Alex Trebek publicly was when he made the Ottawa Senators draft selection of right. Tim Stutzla. They basically had a video of him and he, and he did that. And then the day that that, uh, that Trebek passed away, Stutzla puts it out on all his social media, this lovely message, um, disappointed and get a chance to meet the guy who drafted me in the NHL and uh, seemed like a lovely guy and just... I thought it was really classy. And there was a moment as well at the World Juniors where a guy got hurt. He may have had s- some previous knowledge of this guy, but he was down in a heap and uh, and dinged up on the ice 
and Stutzlo came over and kind of tapped him on the shoulder, like, you okay? And I just, in every interview I ever see the kid have, uh, it's hard not to be a fan of everything that this guy is both on and off the ice. I always, I always look up when people are talking about athletes, pro athletes, uh, at any stage. Okay. Young, up and comers, new, old veterans or whatever. Uh, and I got to admit, whenever I hear it, yeah, you guys got to be loving uh, Craig Button comments about this kid. Uh, oh God. Yeah. It. Yeah. You sent it to me. Anytime I hear, uh, a respected analyst go, this guy's a special player. I go, really? Right. I, I love that. I, when I hear that from an analyst go, this kid is really special, you know, because they said that about Connor McDavid, right. When he came in, I remember talking to Gretz going, okay, Gretz, what's with all the hype? Okay. He goes, well, fuck it. He's really good. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's yeah. a really special kid, you know, really special. And that's what they're calling this kid. And, and uh, you know, they don't throw it around too often, that term. Uh, so when, when you hear it, it's, it's means something, you know, and that's what I, I, the quote I read from Greg Button, I said, Ottawa must be going berserk, man. To, yeah. to hear what they're saying about this kid. And, so. and if you've been saying, if you've been watching team Germany's games at all, uh, button has done most of them. And uh, I don't know that any man ever salivates watching junior hockey Great players button. out there, <laughs> but, but it was close. He, he was like, he was that pumped. He was really, uh, you could clear, you could clearly see that he, uh, he was looking forward to watching Tim Stutzla more than maybe any player in the tournament and just raved about him from start to finish. So that article was one thing, but if you watch the Germany games, boy, Craig Button is uh, a fan times 10 of Tim Stutzla. We'll take another time out here, James, and uh, back with final thoughts after these words. Everyone knows that to get the best price on home and auto insurance, you have to shop around. But who really wants to do that? With access to all kinds of insurance markets, not only can I get you the best price, but I'll also make sure that you get full value for your money. Call me. I'm Jared Gerard, All Insurance Ontario, your modern boutique broker. Got to say, I've become a big fan of the Jim K. Ford Lincoln app, Jimmy. It saves me both time and money. You can stay up to date on their inventory specials and sales events, book your service or maintenance appointments, get roadside service, even earn money for every referral that leads to a sale. It's seriously cool and just another reason why I'm a Jim K. Ford customer. Download their app today or check out jimkford.com. Do you love pizza? Well, then you need to check out Pico. It's made so fast right in front of you with only the best, freshest ingredients. Create your own Pico masterpiece or choose from one of their incredible chef-inspired variations. Pico, a totally fresh, delicious, innovative take on pizza. Order online or drop into Pico today, 236 Richmond Road or 170 Metcalf. And it certainly was a year like no other. And the Glenn Walton real estate team hopes you had a fantastic holiday season. Glenn would like to thank all listeners for their support and looks forward to helping you with your Ottawa area real estate needs in 2021. Happy New Year from the Glen Walton real estate team at glenwalton.com. I was thinking about that, James. When do we start moving away from the Happy New Year thing? Like how, <laughs> yeah. deep, how deep into January do you go? Yeah, I don't know. I, I, uh, before I do that, by the way, that uh, Pico must be really good. I saw a couple of guys took to social media. Thanking you to, uh, for for reminding them to go there. They said it's their new choice, their new choice of pizza in town. Yeah, that's our old pal Marcus that I saw one of them. Uh, I'm not sure I saw the other, but yeah, uh, certainly lots of great feedback about it. It's very, uh, it's like it's like I hate to use another restaurant, but like you know, you go to Subway, you ask for what you want, and then you see it made in front of you, and it's all laid out. All the ingredients are there, and it's the same sort of a deal at Pico. Right on. It's um, very good. 
I, I, I ended about June, Steve, the happy new year. I just, I just roll with it all year. I do. I, I roll with it all year. I go, I go, yeah, it's, you know, Hey, I, Hey, happy new year. It's May 24th weekend, man. Yeah. You know, I am. yeah. We should say happy new year to all our good members, by the way, uh, our first member shout outs of 2021 to Bill Grease, Michael Pearson and Henry Backer. And Henry, I met over the holidays, runs Backer's General Store in Manatech Station. Good guy there. Good store as well. Good store there. Good guy as well. Any final thoughts today, James? Um, Stevie, what 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 shall I leave you with uh, today? Um, Where are you walking to next? Oh no, you're going. You're walking in the same place you always do. Yeah, I'm walking. Yeah, no, I'm going to go. And throw in some throw in some SWP love when you're talking. By the way, okay, I'll give you some S, F, uh, SWP love. Okay. Uh, okay. Let me see here. I'll give you something. Okay. I'll give you something funny. Okay. Well, not here on your talkings feature. I'm yeah, no, I'll do that too. Okay. I'll see if, if any of these are good. I don't, I don't often give these a bunch of merit, Stevie, when people send me jokes. Yeah. So I'm going to go cold. Okay. That someone sent me some stuff because I, I get a lot of people sending me shit. Okay. All right. So the wife says, I'm reading this cold now, Steve. I don't, I have a bag full of used clothing. I'd like to donate the husband. Why not just throw it in the trash? That's much easier. Wife. But there are poor, starving people who can really use all these clothes. Honey, anyone who fits into your clothing is not starving. Oh, no. That's not very nice. Husband is recovering from a head injury. (laughs) That's not bad, Stevie, for a cold read. Well, that'll do it for today. Uh... Enjoy your day, James. Good luck with the talking, and we'll uh, we'll be back at you tomorrow. Anyone who can fit into your clothes, Stevie, is not starving. (laughs) That's probably true right now. Good night, everybody. We'll see you.